bang a bang, boom bang a bang, bing bing shabee. This question is from this question is from a geezer in North London. Now I'm not talking about the same sort of geezer you get in Iceland, where there's lots of water that comes out. <laughs> geezer is a term in London you use to describe a man. <laughs> man, indeed, and we are both men. We're not really starting the podcast like this, are we? Yeah, it seems to be. This, on, this is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. Thanks very much for being with us. Just disregard that last 20 seconds there. I don't know who those two people were. We're discussing a question from somebody in North London. Actually, I will reveal the name. It's Victor in North London. Thanks very much for being with us. It's an interesting question, isn't it, Stuart? Mm. Who, who are you? Who are you? I'll introduce myself after you. I'm going to do it slightly differently. Yeah, Victor's not been on before but to ask you a question, but welcome, Victor. I'm Stuart, the Wild Man Mabbit. My job it, it entails giving talks about nature, leading walks in nature, doing radio and podcasts about the environment, films, writing, whatever. And my biggest challenge is um, now I've made time for... For, to, to write, set a time in my schedule to write. What am I going to write about? That's my biggest challenge. William, who are you? Yeah, I'm William Manclo. I, I present a live show every week on facebook.com forward slash shot at an angle. I talk about a lot of different things. And a lot of different themes actually come run, run through what I talk about. So history and geography and photography. Often a bit of music's in there. I'm, I'm into my transit and transportation methods as well lots of different things but it all comes around to visuals and talking about that type of thing uh, my challenge this week is an ongoing one and that's to stop eating so many chocolate bars because i should stop mm. i should i should need, i really need to cut down on how much sugar i i i, I take i intake today's mm. question though we'll go straight into it shall we is yeah. from victor in north london the government in the uk has declared a climate emergency yet has still to formally address the nation wouldn't you have thought this would happen as standard in some form or other if it were a genuine declaration? Now, that lead, it reminds, reminds me of what happened when there was the declaration or the declaration of the lockdown, the first lockdown on the 23rd of March, when mm. Boris Johnson, the British Prime Minister, actually formally addressed the nation as this is an emergency, we now, we now must lock down. But we ne- we don't have that sort of thing, do we? Is it because it's not seen as that sort of in- that sort of emergency that's not happening now? It's happening sometime in that distant future of like, well, we're going to be carbon neutral by twenty thirty five. We're going to be carbon neutral by twenty sixty. Some countries are saying so we're going to be carbon neutral by this time. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's almost like a, I think, a, a bit of a, uh, a, a woolly future, you know. I think it, that's that's an aspect in there. I think there's a large aspect of the prime minister stood up there and made those decisions, knowing the people who were bankrolling his party, his career, have vested interests in not changing, in maintaining the status quo. So he didn't want to be too radical in his, because uh, in in his in his rhetoric, because you know, for, for us to counteract uh, climate change, we do need radical changes. All our lives will need to be impacted. All our bank accounts will need to be impacted. So I think it's the same as Joe Biden. We've spoken about him, the president in America previously. Yeah, he he he's trying to be transformational, but. He's doing it with um, within confines of what is considered acceptable. And I think with that all needs rethinking. I, I do think um, it is strange if we're in this disaster 
um, facing this, we're in this emergency, you would have expected a, a, an address. Because what I'm talking about, what Boris Johnson did, the Prime Minister, that was the announcement about COVID. But there has been no address at all. That silence is worth exploring. We can only assume what's driving that silence. I think we can make some good assumptions. Boris Johnson, come on, be a guest. <laughs> yeah, should we, should we have Boris? Jo- yeah, let, let, let's invite him onto our show and see if he see if he'll he'll take it up. I'm sure he listens, doesn't he? I think he just he he just loves the time when we release uh, the material on on the audio visual platforms because he loves my hair. <laughs> but do you think it's because um, what the hell has happened to my voice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Only only you can answer that question. But yeah. do, do you think it's actually to do with the fact that there is actually no there's a recognition that we're in a climate crisis there's a recognition Mm -hmm. from vast majority of the the governments of the world and the politicians in the world and people in the world um Mm. but is it just because it's so abstract and it's so unknown of exactly what what and when things will happen it's a bit like you know it's not going to happen everything's not going to happen tomorrow there was a actually i remember there was a disaster film uh, i can't remember exactly when it was maybe 10 15 years ago uh, the day after tomorrow, which showed mm-hmm. the climate climate change happen literally almost overnight, you know, if, mm-hmm. if that we saw, I mean, literally overnight, and um, the, you know, it was obviously a dramatize, a massive dramatization. It was a science fiction film, and it was just sort of like trying to weigh, raise awareness that things could change drastically. Do you think it was this disaster film? I think is probably the best way of putting it. Do you think that because these changes in our climate are, are happening so? in our lifetime so slowly that that's the reason why these declaration this there's no declaration happened and what if in there what is in there what effect do you think that declaration would have anyway if 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 any any of the, any of the world leaders even if every single world leader got together and produced a video produced a film just of them all talking about right we're declaring that the, the this this climate crisis we need to do sort do something about it now. Do you, what impact would that have? You know, I, I think that would have a psychological impact, but it, uh, on a practical sense, it would make absolutely no impact unless there were guided pathways thought out off the back of that announcement. You can't just announce, say, we're up shit creek, you know, and we're not going to give you any boats. We're not going to give you any any paddles. We're not even going to give you a creek because it's all dried up in the heat. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it, it's part of a wider package. It's not just an announcement. It's, it's the it's the guidance as well, mm-hmm. and the and the we said in the last episode about relevance of news. It's the relevance of, of the information within the announcement as well. So the the not only does the announcement or the desired announcement that we're calling for need to be relevant, but the the pathways out need to be relevant because people need different pathways. Well, yeah, and because. You know, if somebody's stuck in quicksand, you can't just say, "Oh, you need to get out of quicksand." <laughs> you need to mm. give them, you need to give them a rope, and you need to tie it mm. to a tree. You need to give them guidance on how they can pull themselves out of it. That's the pathway, isn't it? To to leave everything unsaid, I think it just promotes division further down the line because it's self-protectionists. We've got no cohesive uh, worldwide plan, and people are just going to do what they need to survive locally but we've always mentioned global localism this announcement needs to be part of global localism but in a way has this been declared are we just in this question for example are we waiting for a a real declaration and but has this declaration already been made but just not made 
in 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 an overt in overt fashion. You know, I think it needs to be. I don't think it's been done in an overt fashion, but I think it, it's um, it, it's a part of the jigsaw that's missing. There should be an overt. It shouldn't everything shouldn't be overt, but there needs to be an overt kick up the ass. Okay, hmm. you know, it's part of. Uh, it's sitting on the fence, you know. We 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 had an email exchange a couple of days ago, and it was one of the protagonists in the email were sitting on the fence. Well, sitting on the fence doesn't actually get things done all the time. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But finding the middle ground isn't fence sitting. You get splinters in your ass when you're sp- fence sitting. <laughs> yeah, you, you um, finding the middle ground is actually j- j- just the way forward. Yeah, it's moving. It's moving. It's moving the conversation from the extremities of black and whiteism. You know, mm. it's actually finding finding solutions. Still, I, I often find that that compromise. I don't think a lot of people like to compromise. I think they they want to do things your way. Um, mm. But in my experience, compromise is often the best way forward. You know, if you think about you're going to go out and do something. Um, and the person you're going to do it with wants to do something quite radically different, you know. It's, but you still want to go out and do do that thing together. You actually mm. finding some form of middle ground is actually quite good. And actually, ha- having 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 compromise as your as your starting point is often a good place to be. You and I went to uh, a mic club meeting, face to face mic club meeting with other podcasters. Yeah. That was a place to be, William. Yeah, that that that's that's a great group, isn't it? I mean, uh, Vic and is it Vic or Vicky? Oh, they should call themselves Vic, and you got Charles. Yeah, Vic and Vic and Charles or Charlie. Um, uh, I've always brought a, a real humour to their to their group. So it's a group of it's a group of podcasters that get together and have been getting together for a long time on on Zoom, right? So that's yeah. where I, I I've never met any of them. I don't think you have. Eat, well, until this point, I hadn't met any of them, right? No, that was their third, third, third anniversary, and that that group, it, it, you know, they they organised themselves on Meetup. It's for established podcasters, it's for professional podcasters, it's for, for amateur podcasters, and it's for podcasters who haven't started yet. So it's a real, it's a real trawl of a net trawl, uh, uh, bringing in a fishing term of the podcasting industry, and you get all sorts. Yeah, and it, but it was nice to it was nice to meet up. It was a good excuse for me to get up to Manchester, which I've a city I've never I never really explored before, as well. Yeah, and uh, so that was good. So, yeah, I mean, we we didn't stand up in that group and make an announcement, Victor, t- declaring a climate emergency, but um, it, it uh, it's a valid question you raise, and we, we try and raise it in as many t- ways as possible in all the forums and all the meetings we have online and face-to-face. The idea of this podcast is to keep the big issues in your mind and explore new perspectives. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, you'll put this down. You'll just sit and think about this for a while. What are your thoughts on it? Send us an email. How can people email us with a statement about what their conclusion is and question, William? The people's countryside at gmail.com. I'm backwards, Stuart. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> you, know, you normally have it off the top of your head there. Yeah, the, yeah. the people's countryside at gmail.com. That's our email address. Send in a question, send in a, send in a statement, or just, just get, get a conversation going with us, and especially if you feel like you would like to be a guest on this show. Um, and if you want to get some behind the scenes material, how can they find us on Patreon? Patreon.com forward slash the people's countryside. We have nine, le- nine levels of patronity or patronizing, as I often like to call it. 
Um, and we're re we release material on a weekly basis on all different tiers, publicly and also behind the paywall as well. Go and check it out. As very soon, we'll be releasing our November newsletter, which gives a real good recap of everything that we've been talking about and everything we're doing at this moment in time. It, it, I reckon that will probably take you about five minutes to skim read at the very most. Um, it just keeps you up to date with what we're up to with the podcast haven't haven't we already released that william this is tuesday the 16th when we're i'm sure that's already been released and and, and readable or am i wrong oh you, you've really put me on the spot here oh yeah good point yeah because it is the third yeah, that week, was so it? it was yesterday yeah you're right Stuart. i can't say those words <laughs> <laughs> i think you may be correct yeah i think Stuart might be right there um actually we released it yesterday on the 15th of November, a newsletter of everything that we've done. It's a recap, it's a really good recap of what we've been doing over the month and it keeps you informed exactly with what we're doing. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a public post as well, so you don't have to be a Patreon backer for this. But it gives a real good recap of what, where, we, where we are. Mm. Uh, it takes about five minutes to skim read the whole thing, I believe. Um, but yeah, go, go check that out. It's worth following us on Patreon, even if you don't subscribe and and put put some money towards running of this podcast. You can uh, just follow it. You get the public post so you, and you get a notification by email so you don't miss anything. Yep. We will be back next time with another question from India, William. Yep. Do you, are you going to say who it's from? I don't have that written down in front of me. Or should we just Brinda. Brinda. Doesn't say which part of India she's from, but uh, Brinda. Well, I think Brinda is a female's name. I'm not sure. We will find out. <laughs> anyway, I've been Stuart the Wild Man Mabbit. He's been... William Manclo. Thanks very much for being with us. And do share this podcast with 35 of your friends. 40. <laughs> <laughs>